Hey love, do you know how to easily postpone your manifestations? A real killer for manifestations is doubt. If you doubt that you will get what you want, then you will get what you're dealing with, doubt and more doubt. So we get what we focus our attention on. If you don't believe that you can have your manifestations, they won't happen. It's important to be in this lovely feeling of trust and faith. Some wishes may need a little more trust than others. And still, the more you practice trust and faith, the more easily you receive. Manifesting is a process. We want something, we get it. We get more trust. We want something bigger, we get it. Trust grows. And if one of the many wishes you have is not fulfilled so quickly, then you won't freak out. You don't doubt the process. You don't stop believing in your dream. You remain calm and figure out where you send out mixed messages. That's why it's so important that you manifest little and big things. From cheap to expensive. From simple to difficult. From quite normal to quite unusual. To grow your experience, your trust, and your face. A quick reminder of your soul. Practice your manifestation skills. One day you might be in a hurry and therefore need to create a miracle. And you're made to create miracles. Every time doubt comes up in you, it's important to erase that doubt. It's just an energy. Imagine that this energy just flies out of your body like ray dust and how trust and hope and confidence flow into your body like white gold and glitter. Manifesting is a game. It's a way of living. It's just being you, being real, the real version you like, the one you might be hiding sometimes. The world doesn't end if one of our dreams doesn't come true right away. Or maybe not at all. Because who knows? Dreams do change. Stay confident and figure out why you even came up with doubt. In our courses and online training, I show my clients how to let go of doubt and increase your level of trust and faith so that you make your manifestations more powerful. There is a process that you can learn. You can take a look at this program at divineclo.com. It's seven steps I guide you through. You can totally do that. And if you feel needy regarding your desires and feel that you cannot live without them, then you have a problem, right? You need a certain neutrality to make a wish come true. So please don't get me wrong here. You have to want it, of course. It must be something that makes you totally happy. But your life and happiness should not depend on it. Your life should be amazing right now. Because if you run around saying, I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it so much. I really need it. I need that to happen now. Your statement is, there's a lack. And stating lack creates more lack. Stating I want it creates more I want it. So if you make your whole existence and your whole future depending on a dream, then you're building up huge pressure and no one can live up to that pressure. At one point, it will just overwhelm you and you will get disappointed with your dream. 
and the fact that it hasn't happened yet. This will cause you lots of stress, drain your energy, and make you feel exhausted and tired about this dream. And stress is unsexy. Being stressed collides with your aura of life is cool, bring me more of these adventures. You need to make yourself understand that your life is already magical and wonderful and beautiful with or without this special dream coming true. A quick reminder of your soul, the secret to receive is to let go and to have faith. Let go and have faith. It will take way longer if you act stubborn and stressed and get angry about it. The moment these feelings of frustration come up regarding your manifestations, they get attached to your wish. On the universe, I mean, it gets kind of confused, right? Because you start sending out mixed messages. First you said, this will make me so happy, even more happy than I am right now. And suddenly you're saying, this is so annoying. So trust that you will get everything in your life that is good for you in the highest and best way. If you don't get something, even so you have manifested it intensively, then it simply means that you have mixed messages in your subconscious and they can be solved. I'll show you how. I've done way more than 4,127 coaching sessions, one-on-one -on -one sessions with clients so far. So I know the shortcuts. I can train you how to do it. I have mentored so many clients to make their dreams come true that it's easy for me to see your patterns. I'm trained to understand the patterns and interactions of subconscious patterns and why we keep them. It is amazing what your brain can do and how it tricks you at some times to do something it considers good. So once you understand what experiences of your past design your personal mixed message roadmap, you really have the power to start changing it. If you have too much anger stored in your body, that anger will keep you from manifesting. This is why the forgiveness exercise that we've discussed before is so important to be done for all people who have hurt you. And there's no walk around. You have to forgive others and you have to forgive yourself. So go ahead and do it. You can download it on my website, divineglow.com. Right? It's part of your book, so all good. Just do it because this is the only thing <laughs> that I can't do for you. You have to do it yourself. You have to be committed to your past. The exercise is so easy and so affirming, but you have to do it. Reading alone, listening alone has never changed anything. Implementation is what brings real change. Forgive yourself and others. And this way, you solve the old anger, frustration, injury, pain, disappointment that is still stored within your body. It's stored within your cells. So if you are jealous of others or talk badly about others, it's also a big manifestation blocker. People who don't treat others with love and respect rarely get amazing gifts. So tune into this thought for a moment. 
Are you sometimes jealous of other people? What do they have that you haven't got yet? How can you change your point of view about this? How can you be inspired by other people? Start asking yourself, how can I learn from them? It's a completely different energy, full of power, full of personal responsibility. There are so many people who want to get rich and then talk negatively about rich people. How can your subconscious mind ever allow you to become rich if you might carry negative thoughts about it? I dated four multimillionaires in the last three months. I didn't date them because they were multimillionaires. I didn't even know beforehand that they were. I just attract rich people into my life because I don't have any negative thoughts about people who run multi-million dollar businesses. It inspires me. I'm curious how they did it. And once you have a money mindset, you will easily make money and attract people with a similar mindset for a very simple reason. The universe received your message. I like that. They are fun. And therefore, you receive more of these experiences. Quick reminder of your soul. To see your own beauty, allow yourself to see beauty in others. If one is jealous of others, he makes himself small and obviously there is some insecurity. And this behavior won't get you anywhere. So take some time to wonder if there are certain areas in your life where you are jealous of other people. And once you have found them, I want you to ask yourself these questions. What are you distracting yourself from? Yes, you distract yourself by being jealous at others. What issues of yourself are you trying to hide when you point a finger of others? What are you afraid to admit about yourself? Where are you afraid to fail? And you can get the Jealousy as an Opportunity Worksheet on the divineglow.com website as all the other materials, as all the manifestations, the meditations, the worksheets. You can download everything there. Um, it's really a game changer when you understand jealousy as an opportunity instead of, wow, there's something wrong with me or others. So when you have completely accepted yourself, you no longer have to compare yourself with others. And then you can remain in your own power and be inspired by others. Your level of compassion will also increase automatically as well as your level of love and kindness for others. So once we stop carrying around old anger and frustration, we can really start caring about others, something that will automatically fulfill you with love and joy. I hear very sad stories from my clients every day, from abuse to emotional pain to depression to women who ended up with millions in debt or who lost their babies. And I love every one of my clients. They open up, they trust, they show the beauty of their soul, their desires, their so-called failures, their hopes. Every single mentoring session touches my heart. And when I mentor clients, I usually start with a long and detailed written checkup. I need to know the whole story. I want to have it before we start changing any beliefs in the subconscious mind. 
I've spent more than 150,000 euro in trainings to become a mentor that I'm today. And in many of those trainings, I have seen how you can quickly jump on solving a few beliefs. But if you don't understand the real pattern of who you are, nothing will really change in your life because we have millions of beliefs in our subconscious mind. So by doing this guided process in my mentoring program, we save a lot of time, or at least my clients save a lot of time because I spend a few hours diving into their past before we do our first session. They receive a questionnaire, and with that, we start a whole process of self-understanding. I deeply do believe in self-empowerment. I train every one of my mentoring clients on how to work with their subconscious mind effectively. And so this guided process helps them to come to understand their personality way better and to see where they might sabotage themselves and how they can avoid these patterns in the future. We change the root cause of the issue and this might be something very different than you think it is right now. So I truly love these moments when they feel relieved and say, wow, this is such a huge pattern and I never saw it. And once you understand why and how things happened in your life and why and how you maybe fall back to one of your old patterns, you can change. It's all about understanding who you are, where you're coming from and how you have been programmed. So we change what is needed in your subconscious mind and you are empowered to make decisions and take beautiful actions in a powerful way. So another reminder of your soul, keep your heart wide open to tune into your intuition. Mm -hmm. So how can you clear your mind of mixed messages? What do you get? And therefore, what you don't get as well is not decided by your mind, but by your subconscious. 90% or even more of our actions are controlled by the subconscious. Only 10% or even less are controlled by the mind. Understandably, pure willpower alone is not enough to manifest real change and an amazing life. We have to program the subconscious to our wishes and clean up old convictions that stand in the way of what we want. How can one let go of one's unconscious convictions, which are unknown to the mind, right? Sounds crazy. Well, in my mentoring, we look at it step by step. An important element is to listen more to your inner voice, right? You've done that before. You've done it when you were a child. You can do it because you're a divine glow. You're an infinite being. It's not tricky. It's just something you need to remember. But not to simply do what your inner voice whispers into ear, but to listen to what it tells you, what fear there is where it's slowing you down, what you're trying to avoid. And we all want to avoid pain. After all, the greatest task of your subconscious is to keep you alive. That includes avoiding anything that could hurt you in a life-threatening way. But what falls into this category of dangerous, could destroy me, keep it away, from the point of view of your subconscious, is sometimes very bizarre. So for some wishes, a lot of changes in the subconscious are necessary. 
And for sure, as you probably know, you will find all the answers in your childhood and in the history of your parents and family. So if we understand our childhood, we have the power to heal our present issues and change. Therefore, our future. It's very simple. There's nothing more healing than making peace with our childhood, our past and our origin. It's also part of forgiving because you need to understand where you come from and where your parents come from to really forgive. Recently, I worked with a client who finally wanted to fall in love again. An easy task to think of because she's a wonderful person, educated, she's beautiful, has a lot of humor. Kind of a perfect match for many men. So we looked at what she had stored in her subconscious and why she always backed down just before things got a bit more serious from her point of view. After all, her desire for love was huge. But the fear was bigger. Whenever you want something but can't possibly approach it or get started to some, do something about it, it's very simple. You are afraid. It's called fear. Usually a deep subliminal fear, not visible at first glance, for sure not reasonable, but always huge. Reminder of your soul. Whatever you don't have is whatever you are afraid of most. With all major sabotaging patterns, it is usually a matter of looking back into childhood. That's when it all started. Because when we were kids, we were like a sponge. We do absorb everything that happens around us. We accept it as our truths. What we are told and what we experience becomes our truths and therefore our future reality. That's how learning works. The moment in which we take a close look at our childhood, checking for what did I learn back then, is the moment you understand yourself so much better. Because often we are like a copy of our parents, either exactly the same or exactly the opposite, or if you're a bit of a rebel, a wild mixture of both of them, only taking what is serving you best. Of course, we don't like that at all, because who wants to be told you're like your mom? Still, after considering this for a while, you might come to the conclusion that it's pretty logical that you are like a copy-paste of your parents. You're carried around for nine months in your mother's womb. We study mom and dad from the inside for nine months, not much else to do. We went through all feelings that our mom was experiencing at that time, every word they said, we absorbed, every event and how they felt about these circumstances in their life was stored in our subconscious. We were with them and we learned how their world functions and adapted to it from the very first moment. And then being a baby, mom and dad were our heroes, our gods. They fed us and cleaned us up. Without them, survival would have been unthinkable. With this, we have although made their truths ours. We didn't doubt that everything they said was true. Today we know better. Still, there is no need to judge or, or our past or our parents. It's just important to understand where you're coming from. We learn from our parents what love is. 
We learn from our parents what success is, what health is, how and if happiness is possible. Because for some people, happiness is not possible, at least according to their subconscious mind. We learn how to experience joy if our parents experience joy. We got a definition for what family is and what friendship is. And it goes on and on and on. So it's smart to take a closer look at your own story. And in this case, at your family patterns. So take a piece of paper and write down everything that spontaneously crosses your mind about this question. What have you learned from your parents about love? Some more questions to help you on the way. How did your parents show your love? Did you want a relationship like your parents? Did your dad kiss your mom every day? Did your mom praise your dad in front of others? Did they celebrate their love? Or did they argue a lot? Did they ignore each other? Were they disappointed in each other? How did they communicate? Did your dad have little time for your mom or plenty? Was your mom frustrated or happy with the relationship? How did they feel? And how did you experience this time? Write down everything that's on your mind. You can also download your family patterns for love worksheet on divineclo.com. Unless you understand your past and the stories that your subconscious created out of your experiences, you will never be able to manifest beautifully everything you desire. You need to understand yourself. That's why we started with forgiveness and the healing for the time when you still have been in the womb of your mom, which is so beautiful. And we need to disconnect pain from our manifestations. Manifestations need to be built on love and passion and joy. And this is why healing the past pain, past frustration and sadness is so important and helpful because it's bringing healing into your life and helping you to stay in positive vibrations. Only when you have clarity about your true desires, you can manifest them to become a reality. That is why it is so important that you take the time to really look at your childhood and the experiences of your childhood. The typical areas of the subconscious that I work on with my clients are love, sex, and abundance. We often have so many strange thoughts and limitations about money and love, and for sex about sure. And I love to dissolve this and support my clients to rediscover who they are, become more self-confident, feel connected to themselves again, and regain their inner peace. So... If you're still listening and you haven't started writing down what you've learned and experienced in your childhood, now is the perfect time. Take a pen, get your paper, download your sheet um, from the divinecloud.com website. It's called Your Family Patterns for Love. And just write down, what did you learn from your parents about love, about family, about having children, about friendship? about joy, about health, about spirituality, about work and career, about money, about showing emotions. Yep, 
That's a lot of paper needed. <laughs> but you want a nice and abundant life, don't you? So clarity comes before celebrating and it can go hand in hand. Collect everything you can think of and put it on paper. So let's get started, okay? Let's also take a look at this. What shaped your self-image in your childhood? And were you confident or scared, shy or wild? Did you feel loved? Did you get enough attention? What did you desire to have and feel? And did you get it? We are all wonderful people and we had all wonderful parents. But nobody always does everything right. So it's okay to look and feel how you experienced your childhood. The more drama, the more crazy stuff you will find in your subconscious mind. But no matter how much there is to clean up, it always works out fine in the end. And who says that you have to clean up everything? You don't. In the mentoring with my clients, I always take a close look at what they really want to have and therefore what they really need to shift around in their subconscious. We always talk first about their wishes and goals because it doesn't make sense to clean up in the wrong corner of your subconscious. Wasting time is something I truly dislike. I love going from the very first moment deep. Which is why so many things start changing after the first session. And yes, there's a difference in mentoring and coaching. In coaching, the client usually books a couple of sessions and tells you what he wants to change. He books your time. In mentoring, we start by talking about your dreams. And then we do an assessment of your subconscious mind to see where it is blocking you. And this is an in-depth analysis of your patterns. And only then we start working with your subconscious mind and shifting patterns around. So it's a guided step-by-step -step process where we work together. You get training videos, you get guided meditations to connect with your soul, you get kind of homework to decode your old stories and get absolute clarity about your heart's desires. And it's not about booking time. It's about a real work relationship and a clear statement at the beginning. Do you really want to have a change in your life? And are you ready to do the work? And this is magical and adventurous at the same time, which is why it gives me so much pleasure to guide others through this process. Yes, there will be tears. Tears are part of the healing and part of the cure. And that's also part of the solution and part of getting ready to receive love and abundance. We're sometimes so stuck in the image we have of ourselves that we stand in the way of ourselves and therefore block ourselves from becoming the person we could be. So to step into your greatness, you must let go of the stories of your past. Stop complaining about the wounds of your past. They are experiences, yes. They could possibly have been avoided, maybe, but they happened. That's okay. And probably they are very useful for your future as well because they made you who you are. So stop complaining about your parents, about your past. Come into peace with your past, with your family. I once had a client who was over 70 and she was so angry with her father that she always called him the narcissist. He didn't love her. He wasn't interested in her. So many have experienced this in their lives, yet some let it go and some hold on to it. She was over 70 and still full of frustration and anger and disappointment. And wow, when I first met her, I was so afraid of her because she was in such a rage and she had 
so much anger into her energy field. It was it was really kind of crazy. And this resentment against her father had become a part of her and it made her ill. She came to me because of various illnesses and because she wanted to enjoy being with her grandchild and therefore she desired to be more healthy. The moment she could understand that these childhood experiences were not only bad but shaped her and made her develop some amazing qualities in her life, she was able to gradually let go of her grudge against her father, gradually, step by step. Her energy changed. And by that, her health improved. So ask yourself what positive lessons you have learned from your past experiences. The moment we change perspective, everything changes. Get out of this victim mode. Start taking full responsibility for your life. Your past is over. You are not your past. You are who you decide to be now. Reminder of your soul. Stop playing victim. Shine your inner light. So are you stuck in your story? Are you pretending to be a victim? Or are you the artist who creates your life? Are you a victim or are you this powerful being that enchants the world? Are you a victim or can and will you enjoy your life? The victim role is very weak. It has no advantages in the long run. The attention of others for it is only of a very short duration. It's boring for others. And it's going to get boring for you eventually. Others live their lives with joy. Anyone can do it. Are you sacrificing your joy to gain attention by being a victim? Let it go. You're just wasting time. Time in which you could be happy. What if you could feel happiness in every cell of your body? When you choose happiness and love, you don't fit into these old stories anymore. We keep reinventing ourselves every day. You can reinvent yourself every day. Your life changes day by day by day. You decide the direction. Choose love.